Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Good evening, everyone. This is Thursday, December 15th, 2022, 8.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as we come to you once again from the WCWS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, as we get set to bring you episode number 384 of the second installment of the WCWS Radio Network, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. And also, ladies and gentlemen, a 2022 WCW US Hall of Fame inductee. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCW US Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We will, of course, start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment. Of course, filling in for our 2017. Hall of Fame News Tag Team, who is, of course, Key NWO Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo. Of course, all our, our, our friend, our, our friends, there you go, at 411mania.com. Already, ladies and gentlemen, underway getting uh, our first take of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays prepared. He is, of course, a two-time WCW US Hall of Famer. He is part of the broadcast team, which brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. He is a multiple-time title holder, of course, here in WCW US, but also, of course, in, in of course, the <clears throat> organization that he, of course, created, uh, GSPWI, of course, otherwise known as the Gross, Stopeless, and Patel Wrestling Incorporated. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he, we also refer to him as, in addition to the human suplex machine, that, of course, that we have dubbed him, of course, after saying that he is the true one uh, with respect to AEW announcer and ECW original task. He's also known as Mr. GSPWI. Ladies and gentlemen, from Front Royal, Virginia, let's now welcome, episode, that's what, now welcome to episode 384 of Wolfpack, of course, the one and the only Mr. John Gross. John, we welcome you, sir, to, episode, to Wolfpack. Thank you for being here with us here tonight. We hope to have more folks coming in, of course, as time rolls on. However, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we talk about here, of course, here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, one 562 0444 caller ID 138-521-pound and press that one ladies and gentlemen if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here of course here this evening of course in addition to our uh, <clears throat> news and views of history and birthday reports here tonight we will of course reiterate of course just for on one on one more occasion about what happened last night on AEW Dynamite. I know it was talked about a little bit on Revolution last night, but we will reiterate it just a little bit um, just to, like I said, to give like a brief summary as to uh, any thoughts any uh, thoughts and comments that we wish to, of course, make about it. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we will talk about, of course, what 
is going on on tonight's edition of Impact Wrestling. And we also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will give you one last update on our Trivia Championship Series matches. Of course, <clears throat> that we have posted right now in the Trivia Championship Series down the Golden Path Facebook page. Keep in mind, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to, of course, the NWA US Wildcat Championship uh, being defended. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will be, of course, crowning a new uh, Impact US Overdrive Champion, of course, as we are in the finals of that tournament. Also, of course, let, keep in mind the four matches that stem from uh, the recent prediction title challenge that we had for Ring of Honor's final battle event, as well as NXT's deadline, NXT deadline as well. Of course, the final battle championship, the uh, deadline championship, the zero hour championship, and of course, the Iron Survivor championship. We will, of course, let you know, of course, uh, give you uh, one last up updates, of course, on all of those matches here, at, of course, as well this evening. So we will, <clears throat> and of course, hopefully we'll have other stuff to, of course, reiterate here as well uh, coming up here tonight. It is now officially, ladies and gentlemen, 8.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, this is, as we said, Thursday, December 15th, 2022. 10 days away from the big Christmas comes a from the big uh, uh, Christmas day here, ladies and gentlemen. Good to have you here, of course, here with us here tonight for episode 384 of Wolfpack. Let's not waste any more time, ladies and gentlemen, and get right underway, of course, here to the action. <clears throat> As we now go over to 411mania.com to with some of the news that they have, of course, listed here for us tonight. Uh, keep it Keep, of course, keep in mind here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that the radio network, as always, thanks our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition, uh, in addition to, of course, uh, right here on Wolfpack, also, of course, on Revolution, as well as Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, WCWUS This Morning as well as Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, on Sports Machine. And we will, ladies and gentlemen, still hope hope to, of course, get several uh, of our several shows going here with, of course, just about 16 more days away until, of course, the end of 2022. But we will still hope to, of course, work on doing a little something about that here uh, before the year is out. We will try our very, very best. And definitely 411 Mania will, of course, be utilized on um, on on that front, indeed. <clears throat> Our first story, of course, here tonight, coming to us from Jeremy Thomas, of course, uh, as Braun Strowman says that he can do a moonsault, and, of course, he emphasizes the that it's not a problem. Braun Strowman has garnered criticism for his shots at flippy floppy wrestlers in the recent past, but he says he can do a moonsault too. Strowman, as you may recall, got some heat backstage after he said that he and Omos reminded the people that no one cares about all these floppy floppers with their 
of course, with their match that they had at Crown Jewel, and a new interview with uh, SHA, with Shaq Wrestling, SHAK. Strowman said that he can do one, but it, it's a matter of timing, and that he gets why people might not want might, might, might not want him to take the move. Here, of course, are some highlights. On being able to do a moonsault, Braun says, I always joke around, and I can do one. Not a problem, but it's not a matter of being able to do it. It's a matter of doing it at the right time. And also on someone potentially taking the move, <clears throat> Braun says, oh, yeah, there's no way I would lay there and let my fat butt jump off the top rope on me. Of course, we do credit, of course, Shaq Wrestling with some of those highlights. And, of course, uh, and of course, like I said, keep in mind here, this is off of the Shaq Wrestling YouTube channel. <clears throat> we will, of course, post this interview that they did with Braun Strowman in the interview corner page. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as Brian Myers weighs in on the current era of wrestling and also finding success on his own terms. Brian Myers and Matt Cardona are making their own way through their wrestling careers, and Myers recently weighed in on the current era of wrestling and more. Myers appeared on the sessions, and here, of course, are a couple of highlights per Wrestling Inc. On the current era of wrestling, Myers says that there's the 80s rock and wrestling and the Attitude Era, and we're living in something right now that doesn't have a name yet. The Tony Khan era, I don't know because he's pretty, he's pretty much, like I said, the thing for all the jobs and opportunities that weren't there before because it was a monopoly. On Matt Cardona and his ability to find success on their own terms, <clears throat> Meyer says, I think through the podcast, Matt Cardona and I, we really found kind of a cheat code to the business because we really work for ourselves now and we don't have to be employed by anyone to get by. We don't have to beg for things. It makes a really big difference when you're in that position of power. Now, we do have, of course, the episode of the sessions with Renee Paquette, where she interviews, of course, Brian Myers. You can check it out on the uh, podcast page on Spotify, or you can listen to it, of course, from this page <clears throat> where I just read this story. 411 Mania is currently providing live coverage of tonight's episode, of course, of Impact Wrestling, where it looks like we do have an Impact Tag Team title match with Heath Slater, with Heath and Rhino, well, you know him as Heath Slater. Heath and Rhino, of course, versus the Motor City Machine Guns, and a lot of other action, of course, here as well. You can, of course, always check that out. <clears throat> that and plus other and other matches, of course, here as well. Plus, you get to hear the thoughts and opinions from the guys at 411 Mania on, of course, everything that's taken that's taking place on, of course, uh, on tonight's episode of Impact Wrestling. Our next story, of course, right here, folks. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as Sean Waltman reacts to Action Andretti's AEW Dynamite win over Chris Jericho. Sean Waltman has perhaps the most famous upset win in wrestling TV history, and he weighed in on Action Andretti's surprising defeat of Chris Jericho from this week's edition of AEW Dynamite. As noted last night, Andretti defeated Jericho in an upset on Dynamite, after which Tony Khan announced that he had signed Andretti to the AEW ro roster. Similar, in similar fashion, 
Waltman famously beat Scott Hall, who was known as Razor Ramon, of course, who, when Waltman was just simply known as The Kid, on the May 17, 1993 episode of Monday Night Raw, which launched his star run in WWE. Waltman took to Twitter yesterday to note how his match was different than last night's Dynamite, writing the following. And, of course, this is on his Twitter account, which is at the real X-Pac. He says, I just got the crap beat out of me by Scott before he charged the corner. <clears throat> I moved, and I hit the moonsault body block. I got zero offense in before that. Chris had a competitive match with Andretti before putting him over. It was like my match with Brett if I had actually pulled off the win. And of course, that was, like I said, a combination of two tweets that Sean Waltman, of course, did post about this. There are there are some similarities, of course, ladies and gentlemen, but like I said, I mean, it was just done on a little bit different scale. Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight as this week's edition of Before the Impact is officially online. Shara is in action on this week's edition of Before the Impact, and the live stream is officially online. Here's the video right here. It did kick off about a little over, almost two hours ago. It is described, of course, as follows. The action begins before the impact, of course, that streamed earlier this evening, exclusively on Impact Plus, YouTube, and Facebook. Of course, you, uh, there was an exclusive showdown between Shara and Jack Price, Plus, GM Miller, Josh Matthews, and George Iceman get you ready for all things having to do with impact. <clears throat> of course, we will post this episode, even though it's already happened. We will still post this episode up before the impact on both of our Impact US pages. Our next story, of course, right here. Jeremy Thomas posted uh, posted this story as Austin Gunn says the ASS boys chants are not allowed on the Jericho cruise and Danhausen disagrees. Austin Gunn and Danhausen are at odds about whether fans attending the Jericho cruise will be able to chant for the AWS boys. Gunn posted on to his Twitter account on today to note that he had spoken with Jericho to confirm that the chant which Danhausen coin at a previous Jericho cruise would not be allowed writing I just got off the phone with at I am Jericho and discussed the rules that are implemented on the hashtag four leaf clover number one there will be no hashtag ASS boy chance slurs or remarks allowed on the boat if you fail to abide at I am Jericho and his security team will throw you overboard thank you <clears throat> cue the very nice very evil Danhausen chiming in who retweeted Gunn's post and added, Danhausen just got off the phone with at I am Jericho, and he said, you have told a lie to the internet, and ASS boy chants are encouraged heavily, and you must come out to your custom ASS boy theme music. Danhausen gifted you. The <clears throat> Jericho cruise will take place, of course, uh, from February 2nd to the 6th, and we'll see the Guns battle Jericho and Danhausen as the first announced match. And, of course, you can check out that tweet I just read on Danhausen's Twitter account, which is 
at Danhausen, uh, capital A, capital D. If you wish to, of course, check that out. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as we have the matches announced for this week's edition of NXT Level Up. The card is officially set for this week's episode of NXT Level Up. WWE announced the following matches for Friday's show. Andre Chase and Duke Hudson will take on Javier Bernal and Zion Quinn. Bronco Nima and Lucian Price will take on the Dyad. And Ivy Nile, Ivy, Nile, Ivy Nile will take on Lash Legend. Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight as we have some notes on Sasha Banks, WWE, and New Japan's pro wrestling statuses and when details were worked out. A new report has some updates on Sasha Banks' status with both WWE and New Japan, including when both were worked out. Fightful Select reports that they had confirmed Banks' exit from WWE was negotiated months ago, likely back in June when a WWE exit for Sasha Banks was reported by Wrestling Inc.'s Raj Geary. WWE has yet to officially announce Banks' exit, and she, she does remain on WWE.com. The site also has been informed that her deal with New Japan Pro Wrestling is set and was agreed to as early as the final week in November. There's no word of an AEW appearance, but that doesn't mean it isn't happening. As noted last week, Banks will be appearing at New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom 17. It was noted that Banks' ability to take bookings on January 1st, which was previously reported, is in fact a contractual thing. Several conventions made major moves to book her before January 1st, but were told it couldn't happen. Our next story, of course, right here, folks. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as DDP says that the resurrection of Jake the Snake movie has been discussed. DDP has revealed that he's been approached about a feature film take on the resurrection of Jake the Snake. The WWE Hall of Famer spoke with CS.net for a new interview promoting his new film, High Heat, and revealed that a narrative film based on the 2014 documentary about Jake Roberts could be on the way. DDP said... EDP said, "What I've been working on, what, what I've been working on, was one of my own projects. If anybody has ever seen the resurrection of Jake the Snake in 2014, we released that. That's a documentary that got a lot of power to it. Recently, I've been approached about making making that a movie, a scripted movie that would that end that end up on a big screen, and they love the story. So that's something that I'm super excited about." The documentary it centered on Jake Roberts and his recovery from addiction, as well as his physical rehab, as led, of course, by Paige. It debuted at the Sundance Film Festival in 2015 and hit several other film festivals that same year. 
Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight. We have some news coming out of Impact as an NXT alumnus may be debuting soon and also the main event for tonight's show. A new report notes that a former NXT roster member will be debuting soon for Impact uh, for Impact Wrestling. PW Insider reports that Anthony Green, who worked as August Gray in NXT in 2020 and 2021, worked several matches during last week's Impact tapings. Green will not debut tonight, but should appear soon. Since leaving NXT, Green has been has worked matches for AEW, Pro Wrestling Noah, Limitless Wrestling, also Beyond, and more. PW Insider also notes that the tag team title match with Heath and Rhino defending against the Motor City Machine Guns, of course, will main event tonight's show. Joseph Lee posted this story here uh, tonight as Mandy Rose talks about her WWE release. Don't worry, the page is still up. And a message posted to the same fan time page that allegedly got her fired from WWE this week. Mandy Rose issued a statement on her exit from the company. She wrote via FIFA, Hey guys, thank you for all the messages. I am overwhelmed with all the love and support from you guys. And don't worry, the page is still up. And of course, as you know, she did lose the belt on Tuesday to Roxanne Perez. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight as there are some NXT taping results for the next two weeks. Now, these technically may be considered spoilers. Uh, and these are matches. Uh, Now, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, I'm not, I'm not crazy about passing along the. Uh, I'm not pass. I'm not crazy about passing along um, the actual uh, spoilers here. I mean, I can't tell you really about the. Uh, they did actually tape two episodes of NXT last night at the Performance Center, which will air, of course. Uh, next Tuesday, the 20th, and then, of course, the Tuesday after Christmas, the 27th. And, of course, that Fightful does have the results. You can check out their site. Uh, um, and the, I can tell you about some of the matches that could that took place. That will take place next week. Carmelo Hayes will take on Axiom. Zoe Stark will take on Nikita Lyons. The women, the women's tag team champions, Kane, uh, Kane Carter and Casey Canzaro, uh, will take on the team of Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley, as well as, of course, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane of Toxic Attraction. Uh, Electra Lopez will take on Indy Hartwell. Uh, the tag team champ, uh, New Day will defend the NXT tag team titles against the team of Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. Uh, 
Now, as for the Tuesday after Christmas, Julius Creed will take on J.D. McDonough. In the sheer, well, no, sorry, I thought that he was, uh, no, I guess he's, he wasn't, so I looked at that wrong. Uh, Wendy Chu will take on Corrich Jade. Scripps will take on Eichmann Jiro. Lyra Valkyria will take on Lash Legend. Schism, who is Joe Gacy, Jagger Reed, and Rip Fowler, will take on Odyssey Jones, Edris Inope, and Malik Blade. Fallon Henry, Henley will take on Kiana James. And also, uh, and also Wes Lee will take on Tony D'Angelo. And, this, and like I said, we're just simply letting you know about the actual matches. There was some moments in between there, but we don't want to spoil those since, of course, these shows has not happened yet. And one last story to, of course, bring you here, folks. Joseph Lee posted this story last night as Soraya comments on rumors of her mystery partner for an upcoming AEW tag match. As previously reported, a tag team match was set for the January 11th episode of Dynamite in Los Angeles. Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter will take on Soraya and a mystery partner. In an interview with Forbes, Soraya spoke about the rumors about who her partner will be, with some claiming it could be Sasha Banks. Here are some highlights. I'm not watching her match from full gear yet. Soraya says, I can't get myself to watch it, and it has nothing to do with Britt. It's all me really hard on myself anyways so watching my matches back has always been difficult unless i do it on my twitch and people really want to watch what watch it i'm like okay yeah we could definitely do that but even when i'm talking to them about it i'm like okay ignore that part i'm very very hard on myself i'm fully aware that i had a long time out of the business and it's really difficult to get back in and be 100 straight away like how I used to be with age and with time away, things change and that's okay. So it's going to take me some time to get back into full swing of things. And now that I've got the, the match out of the way, I can deep dive into some character stuff too. I was kind of too nervous throughout my time there so far. All I kept thinking about was okay. These promos. Okay. Th this match. Now that I've got the first match out of the way, I can really start getting back and creating Soraya. On her goals for the AEW women's roster, she says, I'm always for an all-women's show, for sure, but there could be a tag division that we could get going as well, like women's tag team championships. I think we should load wrestling with a ton of championships, but there is space for a women's tag division, too. There are a lot of women we have backstage that are not on the show, and that, and that could give them an opportunity to be on the show. There is always so much we could do with the women, and people don't realize how much talent we have backstage. And also on her tag partner on January 11th, Soraya says, I feel like anytime there's a mystery, everyone always goes straight for Mercedes. We're talking about Sasha. They're like, straight away, it's her. There's plenty of women out there. I'm not going to say yes or no to anybody, but there's a lot of exciting prospects for a potential tag partner. So we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, be, of course, continuing to find out for 
certain uh, i'm sure it may not be until like at when this match happens on january 11th but we will keep you apprised of of that situation so ladies and gentlemen there you have it there with some wrestling news courtesy of course like i said we do thank 411 mania for allowing us to read those stories here tonight we still want to give of course kudos to our 2017 hall of fame news tag team king ice of course king and wo gerard t smith and the Iceman jared d gerolamo and bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the wcw us radio network and of course if the news doesn't fit they always find a way to make it fit and of course in gts's case super glue and duct tape you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination and of course ladies and gentlemen that's something that we have never ever disputed in the past <clears throat> seven years now let's go ahead and see what john has here in tonight and his take of the wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report uh john this is might be kind of a dumb question to ask thank you very much sir i appreciate it i don't need to ask it because he already answered it for me so here we go with the, with the wrestling portion here to start things off First one, on this date in 1963, Ricky Dozon sadly dies at the age of 38 following an infection brought about from a stabbing by a Yakuza gang member a week earlier. On this date in 1977, in the finals of the first All Japan Pro Wrestling Real World Tag League Tournament, the Funk Brothers defeated the Sheik and Abdullah the Butcher and was considered one of the greatest tag matches to take place in Tokyo. On this day in 1987, the second ever Slammy Awards took place in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Rather than the awards themselves, the event is remembered for the infamous Vince McMahon performance of the song Stand Back live on stage. On this date in 1995, at the Calgary Corral, the home base of Stampede Wrestling, an all-star card paying tribute to Stu Hart, the patriarch of Stampede, took place which we saw the WWF champion Bret Hart take on the British Bulldog in the main event. On his day, 1996, WWF presented In Your House 12, It's Time, from West Palm Beach, Florida. Rocky Maivia defeated Salvatore Sincere by DQ in a free-for-all match. Flash Funk defeated Leaf Cassidy in a singles match. Owen Hart and the British Bulldog defeated the fake Razor Ramon and the fake Diesel to retain the tag team titles. Mark Murrow defeated Hunter Hearst Hemsley by countout in an intercontinental title match. The Undertaker defeated the Executioner in an Armageddon rules match. And Psycho Sid defeated Bret Hart to hold on to the WWF title. Also, Brackus defeated uh, Dr. X in a dark match. Also, And also, of course, Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Goldust in a dark match. And Shawn Michaels defeated Mankind in a dark main event match. On the state in 1997, Bret Hart makes his first appearance on WCW TV since signing for the company the previous month. And also on Raw, Vince McMahon cuts a pre tape promo that announced WWF will be changing creative direction away from clear cut good guys and bad guys and will be showing more attitude or more accurate or more accurately more attitude. This, this show is also saw the debut of the iconic WWF Attitude Scratch logo. And also on the same show, 
Stone Cold Steve Austin throws the Intercontinental Championship belt off of a bridge. On a state in 2000, ECW taped their final episode of Hardcore TV from the Elks Lodge in Queens, New York. The Dudley Boys and, and Taz, who was, of course, WWF contracted talent at the time, returned to, to the promotion for one night only to mark the occasion. On a state in 2001, Russ Haas, as you know, of course, is the brother of former WWE superstar Charlie Haas. Sadly, was found dead at the age of 27. On the state in 2002, WWE presents Armageddon from Fort Lauderdale, Florida at the Home Depot Center. Jeff Hardy defeated defeated D'Lo Brown in a heat match. Booker T and Goldust defeated Chris Jericho and Christian. Lance Storm and William Regal and the Dudleys to pick up the tag team titles. It's the first tag team title reign of Goldust ever for, for the first time. Edge defeated A-Train by DQ. Chris Benoit defeated Eddie Guerrero by submission. Batista defeated Kane. Victoria defeated Trish Stratus and Jacqueline to retain the women's title. Kurt Angle defeated Big Show to win the WWE title. And Triple H defeated Shawn Michaels in a three stages of hell match to pick up the world heavyweight title. On the same 2003, Mick Foley inspired as Raw General Manager after walking out of a match against Randy Orton. On the same 2013, WWE presented TLC from Houston, Texas at the Toyota Center. 14,120 were in attendance, with 181,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, up from 175,000 homes for the 2012 edition. Fandango defeated Dolph Ziggler in a pre-show match. CM Punk defeated The Shield in a handicap match. AJ, AJ Lee defeated Natalya to hold on to the Divas title. Biggie Langston defeated Damian Sandow to retain the Intercontinental title. Cody Rhodes and Goldust defeated The Big Show and Rey Mysterio. Jack Swagger and Cesaro. And Ryback Baxel in a fatal four-way match to hold on to the tag team titles. R-Truth defeated Brodus Clay. Kofi Kingston defeated The Miz in a no-DQ match. The Wyatt family defeated Daniel Bryan in a handicap match. And Randy Orton defeated John Cena to unify both the WWE and World Heavyweight titles in a TLC match. The state 2019 TLC is presented in Minneapolis at the Target Center. Humberto Carrillo defeated Andrade in a singles dark match. The New Day defeated The Revival in a ladder match to hold on to the SmackDown tag titles. Aleister Black defeated Buddy Murphy. The Viking Raiders versus the OC ended in a double count out for the Raw Tag Team titles. Uh, Baron Corbin defeated Roman Reigns in a TLC match with interference from Corbin's security guard, Dolph Ziggler, and The Revival. Bray Wyatt defeated The Miz in a non-title match. Bobby Lashley defeated Rusev in a tables match. And the Kabuki Warriors defeated Becky Lynch and Charlotte in a TLC match to hold on to the women's tag team titles. Happy 39th birthday to former WWE tag team champion Renee Dupree. Happy 45th birthday to Elix Skipper. Also, happy 55th birthday to Kendall Wyndham. And, of course, yes, ladies and gentlemen, um, oh, and, th- and J- John did, of course, inform me of this latest development here as well. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, and one of our own right here, as we wish a happy 45th birthday to, of course, the one and the only 
the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo. Unfortunately, of course, he will not. He will not get. He will not be on with us here tonight. But we here in the radio network do extend, of course, birthday greetings to the one and only Iceman here this evening. On the state in 1791, the U.S. The, the Bill of Rights ratified when Virginia gives its approval becomes Amendments 1 through 10 of the Constitution. And the, also the same day, the first U.S. law school that was established at the University of Pennsylvania. 1792, the first life insurance policy issued in the United States in Philadelphia. On a stay in 1820, the first general pharma in the United States was published in Boston. 1836, the Patent Office burns in Washington, D.C. 1854, first street cleaning machine in the United States used in Philadelphia. 1864, the Battle of Nashville, Tennessee. Union forces under General George Thomas shatters General John Bell Hood's Confederate Army of Tennessee. 1874, the first reigning king to visit the United States is the King of Hawaii, who was received by President Grant. 1903, Wall Street, New York Wall Street vendor Italio Marconi is granted a patent for a mound of making ice cream cones. 1909, Thomas J. Lynch becomes president of baseball's National League. 1917, World, during World War I, an armistice is reached between the new Russian Bolshevik government and the Central Powers. 1918, the American Jewish Congress holds its first meeting. 1922, the IVVV Peace Congress on War forms in Hague. Uh, 1925, the first hockey game at Madison Square Garden in New York City. Montreal Canadiens 3, New York Americans 1. And also on the same day, the first road with the press trial opens to traffic. 1927, William Edward Hickman kidnaps the 12, kidnaps 12-year-old Marion Parker in Los Angeles, whom he later kills, unfortunately. 1929, Green Bay Packers win wins first first pass to post title for the NFL for the NFL championship. 1933, baseball owners agree to ban Sunday doubleheaders until after June 15th. 1935, the Detroit Lions beat the New York Giants for their first NFL title. 1938, groundbreaking begins for the Jefferson Memorial in Washington, D.C. Looking at a picture of it now. I've seen it up close. Very beautiful, of course, indeed. I want to say 1939, the movie Gone with the Wind premieres in Atlanta. And it is the best picture of 1940. Also, Inflation did not adjust it, did not adjust the highest grossing film of all time. I want to say in 1941, the USS Swordfish becomes the first United States sub to sink a Japanese ship. 1942, the Massachusetts issues its first U.S. vehicular license plate tabs. 1944, the U.S. Congress gives General Eisenhower his fifth star. 1946, the Chicago Bears defeat the New York Giants 24-14, a record-setting crowd of 58,346 at the final NFL championship game.
played at the Polo Grounds. 1950, New York City's Port Authority officially opens. I want to say 1954, Fordham University scraps football team for financial reasons. 1955, the song Folsom Prison Blues is released by Johnny Cash. It is the Billboard Song of the Year for 1968, believe it or not. 1961 on this date, Adolf Eichmann is sentenced to death for war crimes in Israel. Also on the same day, JFK visits Puerto Rico. And also on the same day as well, an equal access rule in which political parties get TV broadcasting time. 1962, Vaughn Meter's first family album goes number one and stays number one for 12 weeks. 1965, Gemini 6 is launched makes its first rendezvous in space, and Officer William Eckert replaces Ford Frick as the fourth commissioner of baseball. 1967, the Beatles release Christmas Time is Here Again, and the Silver Bridge collapses over the Ohio River in the United States, unfortunately killing 46 people. On his date in 1969, John Lennon and Yoko Ono play their European and Yousef charity concert at London's Lyceum Ballroom, Band is augmented by Bonnie and Delaney, and also guitarist and a fellow Beatle, George Harrison. Also on this day, San Francisco Fire Department replaces leather helmets with plastic ones. 1970, Illinois State Constitution is adopted at a special election, and South, South Korean ferry sinks in the Strait of Korea with 308 people killed, and also the Soviet Venera 7 is the first spacecraft to land on another planet. 1973, John Paul Getty III, freed after ransom paid by old tycoon grandfather John Paul Getty, and the American Psychiatric Association declares homosexuality is not a mental illness. The Pirates of the Caribbean ride opens at Disneyland on the same day. Also in the state, 1979, Chris Haney, and Scott Abbott developed the board game Trivial Pursuit. Also on the same day, the World Court in Hague rules that Iran should release all United States hostages. 1980 on this date, Dave Winfield from the New York Yankees becomes highest paid player 10 years with $15 million. 1981, NASA launches the Intelsat 5 satellite, which is number 503. 1982, Bill Parcells becomes the 12th head coach of the New York Giants. And Teamsters President Roy Williams and four others are convicted of bribery. 1983, three Kansas City Royals are suspended due to, due to cocaine usage. And Columbia flies to Kennedy Space Center via El Paso and the Kelly Air Force Base. 1986, Carnegie Hall reopens after a $50 million facelift. <sighs> On the same 1988, Lori Davis sues Mike Tyson for grabbing her buttocks. On the same 1992, Arthur Ashe is named Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the Year. 1993, Lee Aspen resigns as the Secretary of Defense. 1995, Playboy goes back on sale after a 36-year ban in Ireland. 1997, Joe Montana's number 16 jersey is retired. 2004, the movie Million Dollar Baby, directed by Clint Eastwood, and also starring, and, and starring Hillary Swink and Morgan Freeman, 
is officially released. I want to say 2005, the 2005 Atlantic power outage officially began. 2006, blues legend B.B. King is awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by George W. Bush. 2009, Boeing's new 787 Dreamliner makes its main flight from Seattle, Washington. 2011, Barry Bonds is sentenced to 30 days of house arrest, two years of probation, and 250 hours of community service for an obstruction of justice conviction stemming from a grand jury appearance in 2003. Also on the same day, ESPN and the NCAA extend their TV rights deal through 2023 and 2024, giving the network worldwide multimedia rights to 24 NCAA championships for various sports. The deal is worth about $500 million. 2015, 1,000 schools are closed in Los Angeles after an email threat from jihadist and 5th Republican presidential and also the 5th president, Republican presidential candidates debate in Las Vegas. Also, Mayor of Flint, Michigan, declares a state of emergency over contaminated water supplies amid calls for a criminal investigation. On say 2016, Dylan, Ro- Dylan Roof, Roof is found guilty of the Charleston Church Massacre in 2015, which killed nine people. 2018, the Affordable Care Act ruled unconstitutional by a federal judge in Fort Worth, Texas, is later reversed by the Supreme Court. 2019, the Raiders play their last NFL game in Oakland, conceding 17 unanswered second-half points to go down 20-16 to the Jacksonville Jaguars, team to play out of Las Vegas in 2020. On a state in 2020, the UK newspaper publishes recording of Tom Cruise berating his movie crew for breaking the pandemic protocols. On a state in 2021, the Omicron variant called the most significant threat of the pandemic by head of the UK Health Security Agency, warning of staggering growth in the next few days. Also, the on this day, 1995, the original Jumanji was released, featuring, of course, the late Robin Williams. Schindler's List was released on this day, 1993, of course, starring Liam Neeson. Superman was released on this day, 1978, featuring the late Christopher Reeve. Dude, Where's My Car, featuring Ashton Kutcher, was released on this date in 2000. Heat by Al Pacino, with Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, was released on this day, 1995. And that's all John has for tonight's uh, <clears throat> for tonight's, of course, his take of the wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. And we do also want to thank our friends at Four Eleven Mania for providing tonight's wrestling news and views report. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. 9.41 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. This is, of course, Thursday, December 15th, 2022. 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, uh, 138-521-POUND. Mr. WCWUS, Chad Hinshaw here, as well as, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross here, of course, with us here tonight. We do have one other person, of course, uh, here with us. Let's go ahead and we'll go ahead and bring him in here in just a moment. 
Let me, of course, give you, of course, the big introduction. He is, of course, the general manager of WCWUS Fan Empire, of course, here on Facebook. He also, also brings us our daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report on WCWUS Fan Empire, Entertainment Cavalcade, and also, of course, Sports Roundup. <clears throat> he also, of course, hails from the great city and state of Indianapolis, Indiana. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he's all prepped and ready to go here <clears throat> because, because he was in, of course, the hot tub here, had to loosen up here, of course, as always, for coming on the show here tonight. And he wanted to get, of course, his mindset and everything, of course, ready to go and everything. So he is, of course, and he is, of course, all ready to go here, folks. So let's now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 384 of NWO Wolfpack here, of course, here tonight from Indianapolis, Indiana, ladies and gentlemen. I bring to you, of course, the one and the only, the godfather of soul himself, Mr. Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin, we welcome you, sir, to tonight's episode of Wolfpack. Thank you for being with us. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, hey, Che. Um, by the way, um, about later, uh, there's some other uh, piece of piece of um stuff I got mentioned be about last Monday night on Raw. I could say that Dominic got exactly what he deserved when he sprayed that mist in Oscar's when Oscar sprayed that mist in his face. Oh yeah, uh, I saw a I saw a clip of that. To me, he kind of looked like uh, every time I ever noticed that Jeff Hardy wore that makeup. That he kind of smurf, not he also likes smurf too. Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, I mean, he is a smurf, but I mean, uh, but we know, but what I'm saying is that whenever that happened, it kind of reminded me, of course, of I think when Jeff Hardy did the willow face paint, face paint in TNA, I think that's why I saw that at, but yeah, I know what you mean. I saw that clip, it was very good, very good indeed. Uh, yeah, um. Hey, Chad, you ever heard me do an Alec Baldwin impression? I don't think I ever heard that. Hey, I'm telling you, um, you, you I know how you, um, I, you, ever, you ever heard me do his voice? I know how to do it. Okay. Well, let's go ahead here before we get your review in of Dynamite. Go ahead, please. So why'd you tell us who he is talking about then? I like that indeed. I like that. That's very good. Very, very, very good indeed. Uh, uh, <clears throat> like I said, we have a lot of we have a lot of hidden talents here, of course, among our panelists here in WCWS, ladies and gentlemen, right there. Very good indeed. Very, very good indeed. Of course, now keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that JD does do the ultimate impression. He actually impersonates a man. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I won't say, but he's he's not here to defend himself. I just want to get it out of my hair. But of course, I say with, but I'm because I'm saying all this with respect because, like I said, today is his birthday. So we do, of course, once again want to wish JD a very very happy birthday. And I'm hoping that his girlfriend is blowing out his candle. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's that's terrible too. Okay. Anyway, let's go ahead and see what John has to say here, of course, about last night's edition of Dynamite. He said, Winter is Coming was a good show by all accounts. He was surprised that Jericho got 
got upset by a rookie similar to what happened, of course, in WWE. Of course, like I mentioned here before, about in the story, of course, referring to Sean Waltman, about, of course, in 1993 when, when he was simply known as the Kid when he defeated Razor Ramon on Monday Night Raw. It was kind of like similar similar fashions. Um, not exactly like it, but it said like kind of like in similar fashion. But uh, I did hear something about that Tony Khan did, did officially sign this young man to an AEW contract. So after, of course, his big win here. And I even heard Jericho threw a temper tantrum after after this encounter last night, too. So uh, John also saying MJF retaining the title was expected, but still it was a great show, and that is all John has to say about that. Uh, now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and hear from Justin here and go ahead and let him get a few things in uh, about this, of course, off his chest. Uh, Justin, I'm going to allow you to, of course, speak uh, about this for just a moment. I do have to step away for just a brief moment. I will be back here as soon as I can. So just uh, so just like I said, just, just talk about oh, this is about um, um, uh, um, uh, dynamite. Okay. Yeah. Yes. You go ahead, and I'll be, and I'll be, and I'll be right back. Okay. Um. See, dynamite. It's kind of it was a little bit, was um, a little bit fine. Um, a little bit fine. Uh, I, I'm just uh, hearing uh, Britt Baker. Um, you know, I really love she got put in a place last night, Britt Baker, and uh, let's see what else, what else, what else, what else, what else. Uh, damn, so much to say. Uh, Uh, see, um, winter, um, winter is coming. Uh, I'm glad he, um, Chris Jericho. I, I'm tired of Jericho's whining. A little upset victory last night, and he got um, someone to shut him up, and uh, that's all I can say.
That's it. I'll be right there. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. I had to take care of a little bit of business. <sighs> Let's just say that you, whenever Mother Nature calls, you do not want to keep her on hold. Uh, so my humblest apologies there. <coughs> and, of course, probably for the first time in my life, I actually experienced explosive diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, uh, I'm, Justin may know this song right here, but let's just say that I was tempted to sing this. You dropped a bomb on me, baby. That's probably what, that, probably what my toilet was saying just a minute ago. My, yeah, that's like an a 80s R&B, R&B funk song. Right. My mom loves that song. And every time, well, probably people will say that every time they have to actually go in there and do do their business. So there you go. Uh, 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 like like in wrestling, you drop the bomb. Or, yeah, or like so when you go to the bathroom, you have to go. <clears throat> but I don't know what it is. But of course, yeah, the like, Gap Band, the Gap Band sung that song. The Gap Band, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Thank you there. Yeah, Justin, just stay on the line for just a second there, bud. I uh, will take care of this business right here. Uh, 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, of course, 138-521-POUND. This is episode 384 of the of NWO Wolfpack. Of course, like I said, this is Thursday, December 15th, 2022. It is 9.56 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mr. WCWUS, Chad Henshaw here, as well as, of course, uh, <clears throat> the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis. Fleming. Of course, don't forget tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, episode number 1235 of WCWS Revolution 138055 Pound. We'll bring in your news and views, history and birthdays. We'll talk about SmackDown and Rampage. And I will finally, ladies and gentlemen, will finally be able to, of course, um, give you the full results of, of course, all the matches here including, of course, the, the finals of the Impact U.S. Overdrive Championship Tournament. Who will walk away with the belt? We will, of course, let you know about that, plus our other championship matches, of course, up as well. And other, of course, wrestling and other stories, of course, we'll, be, we'll bring it to you as well. 138055-pound coming up here, of course, tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Now, speaking of our trivia championship matches, let's go ahead and get a, our final update about those matches here, of course, here as well. <clears throat> and we'll go ahead and get we'll go ahead and get those up here. 
let's see here. Okay, let's see what we have here. Okay, and there may not be a whole lot more voting, of course, done on our matches. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, just to keep in mind, if you ever wish to, of course, take part in the voting, you can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS TCS Gold Path to cast your votes, of course, for any of our trivia championship matches that we have currently posted on um, on our uh, <clears throat> on our of course uh, um, on this particular page. Now let's see, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see uh, how we're doing. Of course, here in this. First off, let's start with the the boiler boiler room brawl for the NWA US Wildcat Championship. Of course, Justin. Of course, you're defending that against John. And both of y'all are still in a dead heat. Y'all are still tied as a, of course, right here, uh, ladies. And so, um, and of course, Justin has, has got a pipe in his hand and John has probably found a, a, found a wrench or something like that. And they're still going at it, of course, with this belt. And they're not going to stop until one of them, of course, one of them can no longer take it. So, like I said, I do still encourage the votes here, of course, indeed. The fatal four-way last man standing match for the Impact U.S. Overdrive Championship, of course, featuring Mitt, J.D., Michelle, and Justin. Uh, Mitt and Justin have yet to, of course, receive any votes in this match. J.D., of course, obviously is trying to inch up, of course, on Michelle a little bit, but Michelle is still leading this match. Now, of course, the matches from this from the prediction title challenge we had this past weekend. The ROHUS Final Battle Championship, of course. Uh, right now, of course, uh, JD is still leading that. And John, of course, like I said, is trying to, to and I'm going to kind of hate saying this, John is going to try to come from, is going to come after JD from behind. Ooh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, that's, 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 that's just a bad thought, a bad picture to think about there. But, of course, like I said, they're still, of course, obviously going at it in the NRWCW-US ring. Uh, the NXT-US Deadline Championship, of course, featuring Michelle, as well as Ian McWilliams, William Banks, Rick Selby, and Seton. Whoa! Sorry, I'm not making fun of the guy's name. Currently, like I said, Michelle is leading in that match. The ROH Zero Hour Championship, of course, between Todd Robinson and Daryl Dokes. Right now, there's only one vote to place, and of course, it is in favor of Todd Robinson. And of course, the Triple Threat match for the NXT US Iron Survivor Championship: uh, Vincent O'Connell, Quentin Davis, and Danny from Oak Park. And so far, Danny is Danny is leading in in that as well, as of course. He, uh, Quentin and Vincent may be plotting something here to try to double-team Danny. So I'm sure Danny has got, of course, a couple of interesting moves that will kind of counteract all that. But but uh, be sure to, of course, ladies and gentlemen, 
be sure to, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, get your, um, <coughs> excuse me, be sure to, of course, get those votes in between tonight and before revolution tomorrow night. Like I said, on the WCWUS Trivia Championship Series down the Golden Path Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS TCS Gold Path. Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let us see if, if I know I'm sure John and Justin probably hasn't had an opportunity to check out tonight's um tonight's episode of impact wrestling however i will try to find some sort of updates here okay well well i mean i understand but like i said we do of course consider uh, we do consider of course impact of course among our wrestling discussion so um uh, but i but i but i I, but I, i respect your i respect your um um your point i respect your of course uh thoughts about that justin indeed so yes yes indeed so uh uh let's see here uh mm, uh, i'm gonna see if we can try to find I will, we will see if we can, we will, of course, see if we can at least, um, um, okay, um, I'll just go ahead and just read what they have, of course, uh, uh, Let's see what we have here. The Impact Tag Team title match, of course, Heath and Rhino defending against the Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, this was a no result, was a no contest. Heath and Rhino still, of course, remain the Impact Tag Team champions. Apparently, this was this had something to do with the interference from, of course, uh, the major players who, of course, as we remember, as you know, Brian Myers and Matt Cardona. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, we figured that that would possibly end up going down. Uh, we did hear that Impact World Heavyweight Champion Josh Alexander confronted President Scott Diamore, saying that he was a fool for trusting Tommy Dreamer. Diamore asked him if he had, had to take the approach, but Alexander emphasized that he had, he had to before going to the ring. Zeke Dice and Johnny Swinger were backstage with Scott DeMore to ask for a title match, but DeMore told Swinger to win 50 matches and he would get it. Impact Knockouts champion Jordan Grace and Mickey James did a photo shoot to promote their title versus career match from, for the Hard to Kill pay-per-view. Jordan Grace said that she had enough respect for, Jay, for Mickey James to retire her. Hmm. Our next match, of course, Savannah Evans, of course, who had Tasha Steeles in her corner, taking on Jessica and Rosemary, um, who, who was in the corner of Taya Valkyrie, who, of course, it was Savannah Evans versus Taya Valkyrie. The winner was Savannah, was Savannah Evans, 
It looks like that uh, Taya went for her move, the glam slam. Evans got out of the hold and hit the full Nelson slam on Valkyrie for a pinfall. Very impressive indeed. There was a video vignette of the Bullet Club's Ace Austin and Chris Bay from their excursion in New Japan Pro Wrestling and their 6-2 record in the Super Juniors World Tag League. Moose also attacked Bupinder Gujar backstage, telling him to leave a message to uh, the to uh, the Impact Digital Media Champion. Delirious was backstage cutting a promo with Delirious challenging Eddie Edwards to a match. Also, um, another match here, Khan, who we might remember as, I believe, as Connor from the Ascension in WWE, who was in, who had Diener and Alan Angels in their corner, took on Sammy Callahan. And it looked like, of course, uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, apparently uh, Callahan had a chair going going to try to take out Khan, but it looks like Alan Angels took the chair away from Callahan, allowing the referee to be distracted. Diener actually attacked Callahan from behind before Khan caught him from the top rope and hit and hit a running Death Valley driver for the pinfall win. Khan wins the match. X Division champion Trey Miguel was interviewed backstage with Gia Miller regarding defacing the title. Miguel said that people called it disrespectful was an interesting choice of worse. Miguel nearly spray-painted Miller before he was interrupted by Crazy Steve. Steve told Miguel that his actions have consequences and, and that he is an artist of his own. He does it in blood, teases a match between the two. Impact World Heavyweight Champion Josh Alexander came to the ring in complete gear. Alexander said he took some time to think about how he would respond to Bully Ray's antics from Overdrive. Alexander said that he would have an open challenge for the title, but he said that there's only one guy to face for the title. Alexander called out Bully Ray, tell him that he would still have his match for hard to kill, unless coming to the ring is what he was afraid of. Bully Ray was backstage looking at photos from Overdrive of Alexander and his wife, uh, Jade Chung, Ray said that he would not allow the match to happen now as he made the promise to have it on the hard-to-kill pay-per-view and said Mike Bailey came to the ring to answer Alexander's challenge. Alexander agreed to the match, calling for a referee to begin. Of course, there was another, it was an Impact World title match as Josh Alexander defended against Mike Bailey. Of course, the winner and, of course, still the world heavyweight champion, uh, Josh Alexander. <sighs> and, of course, obviously, and obviously, of course, uh, this was possibly sending, ultimately sending a message to uh, Bully Ray, of course, here for their match at the Hard to Kill event. So... Very, very, in, Impact is starting to get very, very hyped up and very, very interesting indeed. Uh, so, and like we said, Justin did already point out that he does not watch it. Uh, and like I said, I don't know if John has read anything about it or has, has seen any clips of it or what have you, or, uh, or based upon, of course, uh, what I have just said, 
about some of the action that did take place. <coughs> but, but of course, we, we still, of course, like I said, as always, uh, you know, just like what we talk about WWE, and John says he disagrees with that. So, John, thank you very much for offering that. And just like I said, ladies and gentlemen, Impact, of course, is one of those that we do factor in, as always. You know, we talk about WWE, we talk about AEW, we talk about uh, New Japan, we talk about NWA. You know, Impact, of course, like I said, has been around for a very long time, like I said, a little over 20 years. So, you know, it's always academic that, of course, that we try to include a few little discussions in in here and there. Uh, so, but like I said, we were, but like I said, if some of our folks does not look at it, then, I mean, that's fine. That's understandable. I mean, because like I said, they don't have to, you know, like I said, look at everything involved with wrestling, but, you know, <coughs> but, you know, I mean, sometimes, you know, a little, I mean, sometimes they might take a little bit of a peek here and there. But I respect everybody's points of views. I respect everybody's judgment. I respect everybody's take on everything in the world of wrestling, of course, past and present. Uh, so, like I said, that is, of course, what it is. Now, as I was explaining before here, folks, while we have a few moments, as you know, of course, talking about these updates that I give in our, when I, of course, post a lot of these, um, what we call pole matches as, as part of our trivia championship series, I kind of, and I talk about, of course, the page that I post them on, I, I kind of picture, of course, this in my mind, and maybe this might, this might be kind of a little interesting point of view, of course, to possibly, you know, John and Justin and I'm sure JD and a lot of other guys here, of course, here on the shows. I think of the Facebook page as, as an arena. And you have, of course, and you have, of course, several rings inside of this arena and that you have, of course, you know, you might have new, you might have a few fans here and there, kind of looking in, of course, on a lot of these, you know, based upon, of course, of what they've watched in the past, um, of different of different styles of matches, you know, you know, in all different organizations here over the last many years, and kind of picture, like I said, themselves in these in these situations, of course. Uh, and you know, for example, I taught, and, and and let me give one example. Everyone does remember, sure, the old boiler room brawl matches, especially those that was that the, the classic ones that the Undertaker and of course Mick Foley as mankind had, of course, back in the late nineties, mid late nineties. That I remember, of course, watching that every single time. Regardless if it was on a pay-per-view, regardless if it was on a Raw, didn't make a difference. My personal take on this, my personal point of view on this was, <coughs> I kind of picture, like I said, Justin and John 
going going into a boiler the, like the boiler room of our arena, you know, and they're just finding stuff to use, you know, and they're just having like an all out battle and all that. And who knows, they, they, they might come up with their own moves. It's almost kind of like a real life version of, you know, maybe with one of these WWE 2K games, which you get to make your own matches. And this, that's basically what I've done. It says I made my, like I said, my own matches. But instead of using the actual wrestlers, I have used our own people. And, and I do this all in good fun. I mean, and I hope, like I said, these folks, a lot of these folks who, who, uh, who are involved in a lot of these matches, you know, like I said, it could be JD, it could be John, it could be Justin, it could be Mitt, Michelle, um, to a lot of other got people that who, who a lot of people of course who like i said who of course get involved in the voting in the um title challenges of course that we've had in the past you know i kind of i kind of I picture you know like i said um picture picture them of course like i said duking it out here and there and <clears throat> And then, of course, walking away here with the, with the, uh, with of course a proverbial championship belt, and they get to and they get to walk away here from it, and then of course, like I said, we tell them that they, you know, like I said, just if you ever think about anybody you wish you wish to challenge, you know, you can come on one of our shows and do it, or you can do it like I said, just like we, how we did it here. And uh, sometimes you, know, you might be able to get to make the uh, the match itself. So I mean, that's 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 what I like to try to do is like open, you know, just open up open up the, the gates of imagination, you know, because we're having some diehard wrestling fans here, especially a lot of, a lot of those who have watched it from the past and who watch so who does watch. Still watches, of course, a lot of the new stuff here today. Um, this is just my. This is just basically, you know, my my uh, way of saying, you know, <clears throat> this is my way of saying, okay. <coughs> um, this is how, of course, we will. Um, this, this is, of course, like I said, my, our way of, of simply doing this, uh, you know. And then, of course, like I said later on, you know, and you get the opportunity to test your wrestling knowledge, you know, regardless of if it's, it has anything to do with WWE, could have something to do with Impact, it could have something to do with AEW, could have something to do with the NWA, it could have something to do with, Independent wrestling, I mean, it, it makes no difference. So, well, so like I said, just keep all that in mind here, folks. I mean, that's why we do it. It's just all that. For the simple point here, we just try to have <clears throat> Oh, Chad, um, Jay informed me he's uh, not coming on the show. He needs to take the leave of absence. He's not feeling very well. Effective immediately. Smaller show and smaller shows. You won't be back on any 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 of the shows. You say he's not feeling well. 
He, you know, he said, effective immediately, I'm taking legal absence from all the shows. I'm not feeling very well right now, and I don't know when I will be back on any of the shows. That would possibly include Raw Radio, too. Do you happen to say anything about Raw Radio in particular? He said it means all the shows, uh, um, uh, NWO, Revolution, Raw Radio, everything. Okay, well... So, ladies and gentlemen, of course, a breaking story right here coming out of uh, WCWSHQ here. Of course, I do thank the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, for bringing this to my attention. Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, of course, what we celebrate, of course, we did celebrate uh, the Iceman's 45th birthday today. It appears, ladies and gentlemen, that a, a, a possible health situation has popped up here for, for the Iceman. I feel sorry for him. I mean, it's his birthday and he's sick. Yeah, it is. And so apparently for right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're not getting a chance to hear from him. So, and as you, as you did hear what Justin did read, of course, in JD's official statement, he said effective immediately that he's taking a leave of absence from doing any shows in the radio network until he, of course, he feels some, until he is back up on his feet. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and announce in advance. Uh, uh, of course, like I said, this has been the Monday before Christmas. I, which I think that would be the nineteenth. I do believe would be next Monday. I will be taking full control of Raw Radio uh, this uh, this coming Monday afternoon. Of course, we will try to do everything in the same premise. As in the way, of course, that JD, of course, would normally would normally do it. Okay, uh, John, thank you very much, there, sir, and we look forward to, of course, talking to you hopefully tomorrow on Revolution. Uh, and of course, John, remember you're welcome to come on live if you wish. So, so if you if you like, please feel free to uh, please feel free to, of course, do so. Uh, but I'll let you think about that and you can just tell me a little bit later. But thank you, thank you very much, here, John, for, for being here with us here tonight. Um, <clears throat> but, but of course, ladies and, so, so ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, any matches, of course, that uh, trivia championship matches that JD is involved in, of course, if he does pull off a win, it's not going to affect that at all. Um, he will still be awarded the, any trivia championships, of course, that pops up. But, um, and of course, like I said, he'll let us know whenever he will be able to uh, defend it. Um, of course, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, we are still, we are still, of course, saying a quick, uh, uh, or, or, of course, quick prayer to, uh, to the Kia Clubs, Mitt Patel, of course, and his family. As they continue their their big their big uh, big array of adventures, of course, here this month taking a leave of absence throughout the month of December, of course, from all of our shows here in the radio network. And of course, we hope Mitt, Mitt and his family are enjoying themselves, and we look forward to, of course, talking to him, of course, in two thousand and twenty-three. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I know normally we don't end the show until about 11 o'clock, but it seems that we pretty much kind of covered all of our bases here tonight. Um, <clears throat> we have already brought you, of course, uh, 
our um, all of our um, wrestling news from 411 Mania. John has brought us his take on the history and birthday reports, and we'll hear from Justin here momentarily. Uh, we did talk did talk a little bit in depth about Dynamite last night. I did, of course, throw out the results of tonight's edition of Impact, and I also gave one last update about our trivia championship series matches, of course, that was going on this week. And really here, folks, we don't have a whole lot more to, of course, bring up. Um, and, of course, like I said, we bring up this latest development here. Uh, we'll definitely, of course, stay on top of this. But let's say a prayer, ladies and gentlemen, for, of course, the Iceman. And I'm hoping that whatever this is, that whatever this is, that he, that is, um, that is, that is uh, affecting the Iceman, Let's just hope and pray that, like I said, it is not a severe issue. And we will, of course, continue to monitor it. And hopefully, um, he may not, probably may not wish us to bring it, bring it out there in public. But all we can ask, of course, we will respect, of course, his, any wishes and also his privacy in this matter. But if he wishes to, of course, to, he allows us to mention, of course, what the nature of this is. We will divulge it, but of course, we will, of course, uh, keep you keep you informed on um, on on JD's condition. And I'm hoping that it's nothing too severe and all. I mean, Justin did raise a very good point. This actually, this going on on out of all days, um, you know, his birthday, and also the fact that it's ten days before Christmas. So I mean. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Justin has something else. Yes, go ahead, please, Justin. Yeah, Jenny wanted me to tell you, um, tell you, Chad, um, that he wants all his belts put in a safe lock, no one to challenge me or touch them till I say it's okay to do so. And when I do return, if I do, if you do decide to return to all the shows, this goes into effect as of right now. And he said he is angry right now and upset and just not happy right now and i feel this is his decision in mine alone in his alone and I'm, i don't blame him because this, this i mean i mean i mean like i said i mean it's his birthday and he's sick well yes and i mean of course i mean i mean as for all for any of his trivia championship belts of course let me let me point this out okay that like i said his championship belts are are just like with yours justin and the ones john has and michelle has and, and what everybody else has it is everybody's decision as to when when they wish to defend them and where they want to defend them and how they want to defend them it is all up to them because they earned the belt they have that right. And I'm not taking that thing. I've never taken that away from anybody. And JD especially knows this to be true. But we will. I will respect his wishes. And, and of course, if he does pull off any wins, of course, in the matches tomorrow night, I will, of course, like I said, that belt will immediately join the many, join all the championship belts that he currently has possession of. 
Oh, and uh, what? Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me. Uh, uh, um, okay. Well, anyway. But of course, what also gets me is that he is about why he is angry. The question is, who is he angry at? Has anybody? I mean, if anybody. Oh, uh, he, he's, you know, he said he's, he's angry, just angry right now at something he did and feel right and feel and and feel right now. And it's not you guys, uh, uh, us. It's, it's my it's my fault. And my, it's his fault and his, his alone. It has nothing to do with us. So apparently this is a private, a private situation, apparently. Yes, it is. Okay, well, we'll leave it at that. Okay, and I understand that, and I respect any wishes that everybody makes. I mean, all I can do is simply ask certain things. If they do not wish to partake in any of that this time, it is their decision to make. Because, like I said, you know, unlike some, as I said before, unlike some leaders, of course, of, of something... Of, of, of anything including of course something like this and granted I know it's I know some people this may not be a whole lot but but this has been around for a very long time but I am one leader that actually listens to his people and and like I said I respect what everybody's thoughts and opinions are regardless if of course if it's if it's if a lot everybody else agrees or disagrees with it, I always take into account. Look here, we respect your opinion. You can respect theirs too. So that's the way I've always felt about all of this, and so we'll keep it at that. And we do, and of course, like I said, uh, we we will. Of course, like I said. Um, We'll give JD some breathing room, and of course, like I said, if it's nothing involving WCWS, it's understandable. But of course, he knows that he has he has his friends and his colleagues here to, of course, you know, back him up on anything if he ever needs to. Of course, talk about any particular subject, but it's his decision to make, and we will not push him or force him at this time. Uh, Justin, there was something you wanted to add. Something else? No, that's it. Okay, well, but uh, but thank you for bringing this to my attention, Justin. I appreciate it. And we'll just be saying a prayer for JD. That's all we'll do. And we'll not take it any further than that. That's, I mean, that's the least we can do because, you know, there's only one judge, and it's nobody here on earth. We all know who that ultimate judge is. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as I pointed out here, of course, there's not a whole lot going on here, of course, tonight. We're going to go ahead and close down here just a little bit early here uh, this evening, of course, at 1029 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, of course, on Thursday December 15th, 2022. We do thank you very much for listening here tonight to episode 384 of NWO Wolfpack. Of course, keep in mind, I do want to thank the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, 
and the human suplex machine, John Gross, for joining me here tonight. We did, as we said, talked about, we brought you the latest wrestling news and views. John brought his take on the wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. Justin will be bringing his, of course, momentarily. We did, of course, speak about last night's edition of Dynamite. We, I did, of course, talk about in some detail about uh, about some of the action that took place on tonight's edition of Impact Wrestling. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I did bring and provide one last update of all of our matches, of course, here. <clears throat> Of our trivia championship series matches that we've had, of course, all throughout this week. Uh, I will emphasize before we get to Justin here to be sure to, as always, check out all of our pages, of course, here on um, on Facebook as we continue to add a lot of great stuff here with more stuff to come. As, of course, the one and only Johnny Carson used to say, more to come right there. And also, of course, uh, Check out our past episodes of our shows on TalkShoe. We encourage everyone to, of course, listen to what, what everything that we do, of course, have to say. <clears throat> so, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, before we leave here this evening, of course, it would not be complete without, of course, hearing from the main man right here, the Godfather of Soul and the Heart and Soul of Indianapolis, Indiana, I should say. Uh, Mr. Justin Lewis Fleming, with our second take of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. Justin, please go ahead. See, uh, see. Today is a happy 20th. Sixth birthday to Lucy Garland. Today is a happy 35th birthday to uh, Lucy Garland. He's a male wrestler. Um, signing the ring name Stevie Turner. I think. Yeah, it's a yeah. She, it's, she's a female. Her uh, bear known by her, her ring name Stevie Turner. And her ring name, name was also Bobby Tyler. And uh, today is also a happy thirty fifth birthday to Myris Diaz Gomez, Brazilian author, reporter, media personality, and professional wrestling valet. She's played um. She currently plays the role of May Valentine on NWA Power. And on this date in 2000, um, uh, did you did you mention Armageddon 2002, Chad? Yes, I did. See, um, on this day in 2012, on. Um, in Ring of Iron Television. This is the final show before final battle. Uh, let's see. 
David Rich. Uh, um, David Richards defeated uh Vinny Margilia, and that uh that's that's it. Okay, thank you very much, here, of course, here, Justin. Keep in mind, of course, folks, you can always check out Justin's daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. <clears throat> of course, at, of course, on on of course three of our pages, of course, on Facebook. The wrestling portion on WCW US Fan Empire, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCW US Appreciation. Uh, also, your pop culture portion, of course, on WCW US Entertainment Cavalcade, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCW US Entertainment. And of course, anything involving sports was posted on WCWS Sports Roundup, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS uh, Sports Time. Uh, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, of course, on, on that note, of course, um, we thank you very much here for being here with us here tonight for episode, uh, uh, for tonight's episode episode 384 of NWO uh, Wolfpack. And of course, we'll be back tomorrow night with episode 1,235 of WCWS Revolution 138055 pound. Of course, <clears throat> as well as we will talk about SmackDown, Rampage, and any other, of course, wrestling and of course, other pop culture items, of course, as well, including your wrestling news, your wrestling history, and your pop culture history as well. Until then here, folks, please take care and please stay safe out there. And definitely, of course, with the Christmas season in full effect here, 10 days away before the big day, please stay safe and please be very, very careful out there when you get your get your items all prepared here, of course, for the big day. So please stay safe out there. And, uh, <coughs> and also always extend a helping hand to, of course, those who may who may not have, who may not have, of course, a real good Christmas going in, uh, kind of lend a helping hand in some way, of course, if you can, indeed. Please take care and please stay safe. Of course, remember, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCW US Radio Network. Good night, Chad. Good and Justin. Good night, sir. We'll talk at you tomorrow night on Revolution. Take care. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.